Hey, it's Friday afternoon already. Happy to have you along on Local Matters. I'm your host, Dwight Henry, along with Pastor Ron Allen. Pastor Ron, good afternoon to you, sir. Good afternoon, Dwight. It's good to see you, bud. Ready for the weekend. I am looking forward to a great weekend this weekend. Going to be in church and preach them happy. There you go. Have a little time off tomorrow and then be in church Sunday just having a good time. I bet we are not talking to a single person in our audience today who has not some time in their life, who've lived any time at all. Maybe if you're three or four under, this doesn't apply, but they've had some difficult times. Mm -hmm. Some things come your way, some things, some curveball thrown at you, something unexpected, a bad medical report, some family situation, some breakup, some uh, job disappearing, whatever. Uh, you know, the Bible says that, that, that tribulations will come. You yes. know, and the Bible uh-huh. says that many of the afflictions of the righteous. But it also says <laughs> the Lord delivers them from them all. Yes. So today I like I like us to spend some time about about those difficult periods, about those hard seasons in life, but more importantly about overcoming hard times. You know you know, Dwight, that I, I appreciate what you said there because I think that that's a reality that especially maybe Christians need to hear, and and really I think it will help everyone, but Christians need to realize that hard times doesn't mean you're a bad person. It doesn't mean you don't have faith. You know, it doesn't mean that you're not uh, uh, in the middle of God's will because, you know, Paul experienced that hurricane. He was on that boat, and and I I mean, I think it's in Acts uh, 16, if I'm not, it might be Acts 27, but anyway, he experienced that storm, that hurricane, and he was right in the middle of God's will. Yeah. But that hurricane came, yeah. destroyed the boat. He prayed that it would save the men's lives on that boat would be saved, and they were. And ended up ending on the Isle of Malta, where there was a revival that broke out. Yeah. So, so I mean, I just want to encourage people: if you are experiencing a hard time, it doesn't mean that you know you're out of the will of God or or you're not a person of faith and. If you realize that because of, if you are experiencing a hard time because of your actions, just realize that repentance is just a breath away and God is just a breath away to help you to overcome that. But in overcoming hard times, Dwight, there is a, there's one foundational principle that we have to get a hold of. And if we, if we don't get a hold of this principle, then, then we're going to be like, I think Ephesians 4 says, we're going to be like a wave of the sea tossed to and fro. And that principle is, even if it looks like it's coming from God, never accuse him. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you know, never accuse God because James one sixteen, after talking about trials, after talking about temptations and tests and trials and double-mindedness in that first chapter, he comes down to verse 16. He says, don't get into error, my beloved brethren. Don't don't see because Dwight, when a trial comes, or hard times come, we could have a real tendency to start pointing the finger at other people, pointing the finger at God. You know, and aren't you glad that when Paul was on that boat and that hurricane came and that storm hit that boat and he was on that boat? That the first thing he didn't step up and say is, God, why did you do this? Or God, why are you allowing this? Or God, it's your fault. Or no, he, he said, I was praying and the angel of the Lord appeared to me and showed me that we were going to get to this certain island. And, and so the very foundational principle in any hard time and to what I've experienced hard times and, 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 uh, and there's no doubt that the first thing we may ask is why God, why? But, and really there's nothing wrong with asking that because if we're asking that from a sincere motive, 
I have found that God will a lot of times open up your heart, share with you what other people's motives were, maybe what your motives were, what happened, why things happened. And and so, but the very first principle is James one sixteen. When a trial or a test comes, don't get into error. He says, do not err, my beloved brethren, because uh, many times out of that era, there will be a doctrine of a devil that will arise. There will be a strange and unusual doctrine that's not established in grace. There will be something that will come out of that. And and we, that's what James is writing for us to guard our hearts about. So, Dwight, the first principle is do not err. Don't get into error about the hard time and think that God is sending it to teach you a lesson or he's trying, God is trying to get you out of it. God's trying to help you overcome it. God's wanting you to get to a place of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit because that's what his kingdom is. So that's the first principle is understanding. It's not, don't get into error. It's not coming from God. We're glad you're with us today. I'm your host, Dwight Henry, along with Pastor Ron Allen. We're talking about on local matters, Overcoming hard times, and Pastor Ron, there's so much that, so much that you just said that's just so rich. And one, you know, how many times have we heard, well, brother, you know, the Bible says that God chastens those he loves. God <laughs> chastises you, brother. You get out of line, double pneumonia. He's going to break your kid's leg. You're going to lose your job and your money, and your and your dog's going to oh, leave. That's for sure. And you know, and and that's God showing you that you're way out. I mean, I mean, oh, that is yes. out there in the body of Christ. Oh, it is. And it's sad that it is. And mm. and that word chastise is used in the it King James version, but it has nothing to do with double pneumonia or no. your dog dying. It, no. What it has to it's a, it's a touching of the spirit it's a yes. chastising in your new creature and your your new creature which is what we are when we do something that's out of line it offends a new us that's yes. chastising our spirits oh that's not who you are anymore mm-hmm. it's not about bad things happening right. exactly and, you know and 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 the uh so it, it's it's it, and if if hard times where our teachers, I, I know sometimes in my life I seem to pay more attention to God, but if, if hard times and trials were our teachers, was our primary teacher, we'd all have doctorate degrees. No. Oh, God. We would. The Holy Spirit is our teacher. Yes. Not hard times primarily. Right. Talk about and, that. And you know, Dwight, if, if, if we are under the impression that something hard in our life is coming from God, which James, as I said earlier, said, don't get into error about this. How are we going to ever overcome it? Yeah. Because you pray that it go away. Right. Because you're thinking really subconsciously, you're thinking I would be fighting against God if I'm trying to get away from this hard circumstances. And there is a biblical principle of suffering, but we, but we're not, we don't suffer because God is putting that suffering on us. We suffer because we're standing for the righteousness of God. We're standing as believers. We're standing as God intended for us to do. And as you quoted earlier, I forget where that scripture is. It says, many are the afflictions of the righteous. And if you stand righteously in this earth today, you are going to suffer persecution. I think First Peter 4 says, arm yourselves with this thought. He that has suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin. But we're, this type of suffering is not what we're taught. It's not car wrecks, your dog dying, yeah. double pneumonia, whatever. That's not the type of suffering that this is talking about. It's a, it's a, it's a solical. It's a, it's a suffering of laying down your life. It's a suffering of deciding that no matter what this trial is, I am not going to blame God, but I'm going to make it through this. I'm going to walk through this by faith. I'm going to overcome this. And I'm even, I'm going to overcome this no matter what the outcome of it's going to be. 
I see and will see and have that overcoming heart and attitude. But see, if we think it's from God, if we think this issue is from God, uh, how are we going to stand against it? You can't stand against something in faith if you think it's from God. There, how could you have faith and believe that God would get you through it if you think, thought God was breaking your kid's legs or killing your dog or causing you to have double pneumonia? And you're right, Dwight. It's so sad that you hear people in the body of Christ say these things, and and it and it's really the. James chapter 1 coming to life where people are getting into error because the very next verse in one seventeen says, he says in one sixteen, do not err, my beloved brethren, because every good and perfect gift comes from God, the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness nor shadow of turning. He doesn't have dark days to give yeah. us. He doesn't have hard times to put upon us. Jesus said, let not your heart be troubled. Don't let it be afraid. In the world, you will experience tribulation, but be of good cheer, yeah. for I have overcome the world. Amen. And so Amen. when you start adding these scriptures, up, you begin to see that God is for us. And Romans 8 says, if God be for us, then who could be against us that neither life, nor death, nor things present, nor things to come, nor principalities, nor powers can separate us from the love of God that's in Christ Jesus. And what he's trying to say through all of this, Dwight, is we're not exempt from hard times. We're not exempt from things coming to us. But when they come, don't get into error and start blaming God and and questioning God. And, and Job, you know, all that he went through, and finally in Job chapter 40, verse 8, God came to Job and said, Job, will you condemn me so that you can be right? And that's yeah. what we that's what we all have a tendency to do yeah. when hard things start happening. We want to condemn God so that we can be right. And God's trying to deal with our heart to get us to overcome the hard time, how to walk by faith, how to not to accuse him, how to not to accuse other people, but look at our own heart and overcome it rather rather than sit in a pity party and yeah. blame God and everybody else for what's going on in our lives. You know, if 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 I believe that God put a sickness on me, then how am I going to pray in faith to get well from that that's right how am i how am i going to go to the doctor that's, and get take medicine if mm-hmm. i believe it's from god why do i want to get over it why, how am I, why do i want to get well from that's it? right if, 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 if i really believe that you know that is so uh you know that is so contrary and you know um you know i i, I love what you said there about uh, you know about that it it doesn't it, it doesn't the, the the scriptures tell us uh that about about uh, there's no temptation which is common to man. With the temptation, that he will provide a way to escape. Yes, you know yes. God didn't put it on us. God yeah. is one way is, is finally giving us a way out. out of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And exactly so right. when we look at it and, and look at it from that perspective, Dwight, what I have discovered is you begin to see the way out. Yeah, you begin to think, wait, now wait, wait. God's for me, and if God's for me, He's going to show me the pathway to walk through this thing, and I am going to walk through it. Yeah, and you know we gotta need to do just a little deeper right here. Okay, okay. So, okay. Well, maybe okay. Let's say God's not putting it on me, or God didn't give me for God. But you know, God allowed it. Oh my! Oh, there's a, there's a there's a rabbit trail <laughs> yeah. we can get. Oh, on. we could get on that for sure. We yeah. could get on that for a long time. But if you say God allows it, you might as well just say He did it. Yeah, you know. So He's not putting anything on us, Dwight. He's trying to make a way of escape to help us. Exactly right, and that's in that's in every area of life. Yes, and you know, and the more I learn, and the key is learning more about God's Word. Yes. The key is learning, learning more that. about how, God lo- how much God loves me. Yes, and learning it in His Word. We base 
our direction in life on what his word says, not what our emotions or feelings say. We have emotions, we have feelings, but we have to learn to let those be governed by what the truth of God's word is. We're so happy you're with us on Local Matters this Friday afternoon. I'm your host, Dwight Henry, along with Pastor Ron Allen. We're talking about overcoming hard times, and we'll be back with more in just a moment. Local Matters for Friday afternoon. Your host, Dwight Henry, along with Pastor Ron Allen. Today, we continue to discuss overcoming hard times. And, you know, hard times come. We're not denying that. Sometimes they come because of mistakes we make. Sometimes they come because of things totally out of our control. Exactly. But they come. We're not denying that, and we're not minimizing, as you've said before, Pastor Ron, difficulties that people go no, through. We're not, no. we're not poo-pooing that. No, we're not saying right. it doesn't matter. It does it matter. It does matter. But that's we need to have a right perspective about it as to where they come from and our attitude about it while they're involved in our life. Exactly. Are we going to say we're going forward, or we're going to say as the leopard did, shall we sit here until we die? <laughs> you know yeah. what? We just, uh, just before the break, we were talking about uh, realizing that where where those uh, hard times come from and not blaming God and seeing a way of escape. And, you know, I was reminded of that story that you just quoted there in, I think it's First Kings, about there was a famine in Samaria that was so bad, people were actually eating their own children. Now, that's how bad the famine was. And then the word of the Lord came to the prophet. And if you remember in our, we were talking about basing our life on what God's word says, yes. that tomorrow food would be plenteous and whatever. These lepers, there were four lepers sitting outside the gate of the city of Samaria. They wouldn't let them in the city and they couldn't, they just had to sit there. And so they decided we're having a hard time. We're starving to death. Yeah. We've got sickness. Why sit we here till we die? Let's, let's at least approach the enemy camp that is holding the city hostage and see if they've got any food. And so when they begin to make that step, Dwight, the scripture said that God sent a bull rush or sounds into that camp that made them think that the whole enemy arm, that the whole Samaritan army had gained other armies and they were going to come and they were going to destroy their camp. And they all fled the camp. The lepers went into the camp, got food, and they said, we better go tell somebody in the city lest something bad happens to us. So they went and told the city and just like the word of the prophet, the word of God, just like acting on the word of God, they acted on the word of God. It started doing something to remove them from that hard time. And that next day, the whole city was fed. Everybody had enough. And so do I, that's see, we have to, when we're facing a hard time, we have to use what we have in our hand at the time to get out what we've got in our heart. When we're facing a hard time, what we've got in our heart, we want out of this mess. We want things to be better. We want something to work out. But we've got to look around to see what we have in our hand. Those lepers said, why are we sitting here moaning, complaining in a pity party till we die? Let's at least get up and walk toward the enemy camp and see what happens. When someone made a step of faith, when they got out and they did something by faith, God did something for them that helped them overcome that hard Mm. time. And I think that's That's what we have to guard against Dwight is sitting around murmuring and complaining about the bad circumstances or the situations that are bad. Instead of doing that, do something with what you've got in your hand and watch God complement that with your heart. So happy to have you with us this afternoon on Local Matters, Overcoming Hard Times, a topic along uh, Dwight Henry along with Pastor Ron Allen. And, you know, I I love that, uh, the the story you just shared, because uh, a couple things. One, you know, no matter what hard time we're facing right now or, or anybody in our audience is, Nobody is sitting outside a city with leprosy. Yeah, that's true. Uh, with, I mean, leprosy. No, and starving to death. I mean, we, and 
their hard times, but these guys just got up. I mean, they're outcasts. If you're a leper, nobody nobody exactly. touches you. Nobody right. comes near. You. And then on top of that, you're starving them. But they got up and started to take those steps of faith to that. But I love, I love the end of that story, Pastor Ron, where they said they found all this food and they said, "Man, there's enough food here for the four of us to last a lifetime." No, mm-hmm. they said we got to go tell somebody what we have. <laughs> and so they decided they decided to be a blessing to other people. I have found in my life when I'm going through a hard time. If I will That's make an effort to find yeah. somebody that I can encourage, that I can say encouraging words to, that I can get involved in their circumstance and their need, that goes a long way for me in terms of dealing with my hard times. Yes, and you know, in Nehemiah, Dwight, when they were rebuilding the wall, he got up and, and he read the, the scriptural text to the people because the wall had been fallen down. They hadn't heard the word. And it says the people began to mourn because – they were so grievous over the fact of how they had failed God, how they had failed in their lives. And, and he told them, he says, don't mourn. Today's not the day to mourn. He says, let's have a feast because now we're re- realizing what the word of God is. He says, go get something. If your neighbor doesn't have something and give it to them so that everybody has something to eat. Yeah. And so see, there may be issues where we're mourning about or we're grieving about, but that's the time to get up to see how you can serve, love and help other people. When though, when you make those steps of faith and, and, and Dwight, you know, I love our community. I think our community is probably on the top notch for doing this, yeah. of helping other people, of being concerned about our community. And that's why we are so blessed in this community. But on an individual basis, if we want the 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 faith and the power of God to work in our lives, we have to stop sitting around complaining and murmuring about what our circumstances are. Be like those four lepers men. Get up and do something and move yeah. toward the city and look what look at the treasure they found. And and I'm reminded, Dwight, of another story in the scripture, kinda of along the same line, when uh Abraham and Sarah were promised a child, and 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 they weren't patient. And you know the story: Abraham had a sexual relationship with Hagar, and they had a son, Ishmael. And when Ishmael began to grow, Sarah got real uncomfortable, ran Hagar and Ishmael out of the camp. Hagar and Ishmael are sitting out in the desert, about to die. And while they're about to die, she said, "I'm gonna, I'm just gonna put put the kid away from me, and we're both gonna die." And then it says. The Lord, she asked the Lord, and the Lord opened her eyes, and she saw a well that was already there. And the key factor Mm. here is the well was already in front of her, but she didn't see it until her eyes were opened. And if she had sat there, she could have sat there till she died. But she saw the well, got the water, her and the child survived. But the key of the story is, Pray that God would open your eyes to see the wells in your life. He has put wells in front of all of us. Opportunities are there. People to serve are in front of us. People to care for in front of us. Someone to share a meal with is in front of us. And so when we do that, Dwight, that breaks that cycle of a hard time. That's the key to overcoming those hard times is when we will get up and stop murmuring and complaining and do something about our situation. And, and make an attempt to serve others. And, and I believe I've, I'm learning in my life, Pastor Ron, that even even if the time is difficult, the circumstances is hard, the mountain seems high, we can have an experience and have in us, have in us the peace of God, 
the contentment of God, the confidence of God, the hope of God, the abundance of God, and not have to be under stress or worried to death or worried sick (laughs) or whatever terms we want to put on it. We can have his peace right in the middle of that until we see the need met or to receive the need manifested, the the solution to the problem. We don't have to be down in the mullet grubs the whole time until we, oh, there it is, and I can feel good. Uh No, 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 no. You can know God right now in the middle of whatever you're dealing with. And and if we're going to overcome hard times, Dwight, these are some of the keys that we're talking about. You have to realize what you have in your hand. Be thankful for what you have in your hand. Let God use what you have in your hand to get the rest of the things you've got in your heart out. Obviously, any of us that are facing hard times, we want out of it. Yeah. We want to overcome it. That's a that's a human nature. We were created to be in the Garden of Eden. You know? you <laughs> we were created there. But 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 the way to overcome those is to see what we have in our hand. Be thankful for what we have in our hand. Don't complain about what we have in our hand. Then use what God has placed in oh, our hand yeah. to get out the things that we have in our heart. And I. You know, Dwight, this is so close to my heart because, as you know, as a pastor, I deal with people that are facing difficult situations all the time. And and there is nothing greater than seeing someone that will take these principles. I'm thinking of a single mother at our church right now that has taken these principles and developed and got a job and, and now has a new car. And, and, I mean, it's just amazing what God has done because she was having some very hard times. Yeah. And I have such admiration, admiration for single moms. If you're a single mom, listen to us today. You know we love you and we're praying for you. And But I want you to know you may be facing some hard times. A single parent, single dad, single mom, you may be facing some hard times. But, listen, God is for you look around you be faithful be thankful for what you have in your hand and god will cause you to overcome that hard time you know i'm thinking about another bible story that we've heard pastor ron since we were children about david little shepherd boy <laughs> all of a sudden he's out in front of a, a goliath mm-hmm. you know nine foot giant with armor that all the rest of the the army were just scared of and he comes out there and all he had in his hand was a slingshot wow. and five stones that's a good example that's what he had in his yeah. hand and he took that, and if you allow me to use this phrase, he became a rock star. <laughs> literally, literally became a rock star. But he, but he, but he used. He, and Saul even said to him, King Saul says, "Here, take my armor." Mm-hmm. He said, "No, I've never. I, I haven't proven that. I haven't proved." But he started what with what, where he was, his faithfulness, and God had a track record in his life as a shepherd boy. Yeah, with what he had, where he was, a huge giant need literally right in front of him, a huge hard time mm-hmm. right in front of him. But he, but he used what he had where he was and not only killed giant, but blessed, blessed his whole uh, group of people, his whole nation. And you take that back to what we were talking about earlier, Dwight, all, and that really is based on he knew his identity. Yeah. He knew who he was versus who the giant was. And, and if you know you're a son or child of God, you have the resources. You have God behind you. You have the kingdom behind you. And you can, t- even if you have little, God can take a little boy's lunch and feed 15,000 people with it. Yeah, you know, yeah. God, God can take a donkey and ride the king into Jerusalem. God can take a fish and, and Peter can find the money in it to, to feed it, feed it, pay taxes. And God can take a net and catch a boatload of sinking fish. I mean, you can just think over and over and over again the testimonies of what God has done with people that would just simply be obedient in faith. And that what I mean by in faith, Dwight, is they believe that God's for them. 
Yeah. They believe he's on their side. Hebrews eleven six says we must believe two things. We must believe that God is and that he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. He's not he's not trying to kill us. He's trying to reward us. Yes. <laughs> and if we will ex- believe those two things, that's what faith is all about. And so we we want people to overcome hard times. Remember this phrase, it came to pass. It go. won't last forever. <laughs> God is with you. Been lots of fun, Pastor Ron. Amen. We've been talking about overcoming hard times. Happy to have you with us. Join us next Friday, same time for Local Matters.